swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! then folks welcome back once again to the this is Tramia podcast with myself my but at my on twitter i'm at 17 on insta lots to talk about not all good uh anything good actually off the top of me i joined <laughs> as ever by uh mr big time himself ph paul harper so you managed to um drag yourself away from your professional crown green bowling career <laughs> to come and give us half an hour for a podcast if any it was it's better yeah. than working for a living. But, um, yeah, I've been playing a comp today, actually. Um, doing about as well as Tramia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we went a bit, clo- a bit closer than Tramia, to be fair. Um, yeah, lost by one point. Oh, so, so near yet so far. Yeah. So, blame the other half. I was going to say, it's Lexi's fault, mate. You did yeah. everything you could. Drag, you drag down. Dragged yeah, down by someone else who's not up to your level. That's it. That's it. What can you say? I'm sure the announcement, so. by the way, that we've got the new uh, Crown Green Bowling podcast coming. <laughs> that's going to be starting. That's going to be every day, four hours live, isn't it? Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a certain audience that we're targeting. Well, one thing for sure, when you think of Crown Green Bowls, is you get that 18 to 39 you know, demographic that the advertisers want. Yeah. That's the but you'd be surprised, people. actually. You'd be surprised. I'm sorry, Paul. Um, All I'm thinking of is I know that like it, it, there's, it is genuinely a booming scene, isn't it? Like as in like the Crown Green, you know, club bowling scene, certainly in the northwest. Mm-hmm. But when you watch the on the BBC, it's still on, isn't it? It's classic. It's been on recently, I think, hasn't it? Oh, um, it's on at Christmas time, isn't it? Isn't no, it, it was on last week. I'm sure, because I saw it was this incredible. Like an, just unbelievable bowl from this fellow. Oh uh, yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Oh, was it? Was it like? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but the crowd is literally just, isn't it? Is yeah. there anyone there below the age of eighty? Um, so, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that that's slightly different. That's flat green balls. Ah, that's indoors. We, we, could, we could go into the intricacies of the differences, but uh, uh, that's for the that's for the crown green. Yeah, that's podcast. that's for the balls podcast. But um, yeah, no, um, that that bowl. I, I know that someone on Twitter. Um, tagged you in it? No, they they um, created a, a video. So the bowl is going in, and it obviously it, I'm I'm sure many of you have listening have seen it. Where he's like, there's about four balls around the jack, and it's an un- unbelievable it, bowl, like in a, through a, a gap that doesn't really exist. 
um, to touch. Anyway, um, someone then cut to a scene of uh, a load of England fans in a fan park with beers flying oh, yeah. everywhere yeah. and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what we need to um, try and attract a, a few more people to play. But, um, yeah, no, the compound was at today. There was a, there was probably about, um, it was it was a pairs comp. It was 32 pairs, so what, 64 players. There was probably about a dozen younger than me. So. Oh, so all under the age of 50 then? <laughs> yeah. So. I just thought it was about another good thing, probably why you're interested in it, is, you know, all these... They're always at social clubs, aren't they? Where the, the greens are, so you yeah. can get pissed up, good and proper, can't you? Yeah, like, like two quid pissed, a pint. Up, pissed up, Paul Harper. On it's... what's your cheapest pint, mate? Foster's, yes, please. Six. Oh no, I, can't, I don't drink Foster's, mate. No, you're a log snob at me, aren't you? Yeah, I'm into me IPAs now. So of course you are. Of course yeah, you are. PH. Classic yeah. pH. Yeah. So then, um, that's the fun stuff out the way. Yeah, let's talk let's, about the shape. Let's talk Tramia. So we haven't done one of these shows. Just, you know, you've been so busy with your bowls career. And whatnot. <laughs> Not Jake's just the bowls. I think Jake's been moved prisons. Yeah. He's, I think he's in, um, he's down south somewhere, isn't he? Don't know where. Don't, get, don't really care, do we? No, what, no obviously you're, you're, uh, you're busy back busy DJing again. The stuff going on at the minute, which I will, you know, just, yeah, life's busy. Good. It's good to be busy though. Good to yeah. be busy. But um, on top of that, it's been pretty uninspiring since the opening day, hasn't it? Like, I, yeah. we didn't, I didn't watch the Oldham game, didn't go. It wasn't available to watch right. anywhere. Um, you know, I went to Port Vale and I thought it was, mm, yeah, at the time, you know, I, I I probably said it was a decent point after I went on the opening day, four points from the first two. I even thought the Swindon point was probably a decent point as well. You know, it wasn't a terrible yeah. performance. And, you know, they look like a decent side. But the last two games, Newport last Saturday and Scunthorpe yesterday, we've got worse and worse, haven't we, in every game? Like, we, we are getting worse and worse. That Scunthorpe game yesterday was like, it was like the Scunthorpe game last year at the back end of the season when we got in that yeah. run where we just couldn't score. Mm-hmm. It's now one goal. Like, forget the League Cup game. I'm not counting that. Five League games, one goal. Mm. Now... I mean, on, on the positive, only two conceded, but like watching Tramir is so dull, isn't it? Oh. We've, we've seen three goals in five games. It's just... Um... And, and do you know what? It's just, we've only conceded two, but that is because Joe Murphy's like performing yeah. heroics. Yeah. It's not like we're looking tight at the back. Like I don't mm. know if you've... Yesterday's game, like I, for some reason, put the, the highlights on then. On YouTube, <laughs> it just come up. And then um, it was very kind to us, to be honest. He missed out a yeah. couple of their other chances. Like it, it shows how little we've created it when our highlights is Heather Watson put over the well over the bar from a corner in the first half, and then that shot he had second half. Mm. Whereas they had, you know, if we'd have got beat there three four nil, we could have no complaints. And then you look at the stats, Paul. Yeah. And this is one we had seventy three percent possession. Yeah. But fucking what's the point of that? How many shots on target? Zero. They had six. Yeah. They had te- 10 shots. We had five. They had six on target. We had zero. Pointless. Yeah. Six corners. Now, uh, let's touch on this. Because this, I, oh, God almighty. <laughs> about um, Mr. Feeney. Right. I I like him as a player. I do. I've seen, When he's on, he's quality. He's too good for League Two. You know, even though he's, what, 34, 35, he's still got a great turn of pace. He's still got quality. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if something's in his personal life or something, but like 
his crossing, not just the corners, it's every cross, right, he does, is just, there seems to be two, well, there's three, so just three things that can happen here. First man is the most common one, yeah? Second one is it goes too far and either goes out for a throw or a goal kick or straight to the keeper, like a pass. <laughs> Have we, I'm trying to think of the last time we scored off one of his deliveries. Uh, well, we scored one goal, so... Did, I mean, did he take the corner? Because we scored off a corner in this playoff semi-final against Morecambe, didn't we? Um, second leg. Him taking it. No. Um, yeah, it's... Um, it's infuriating, Paul. It is. I've, I've sort of got lots to say, but then not a lot to say, to be honest. Um, it's one of them where it's, as you, as you said, it's like uninspiring. So poor, so poor. I mean, as as you say, little player like Liam Feeney, we know from seeing him previously that he does have good quality. Yes. But it seems to be missing at the minute. Um, I, I, I do feel sorry for Mickey because I watch his press conferences and his interviews and he just seems so down. Um, the interview on on Saturday after the after the game, he was he was high. Well, I've never never seen him be so critical um, of of a performance. He just said we, we lacked fire, we lacked desire. Um, he said we were milky, which I didn't really understand. But um, when's that ever happened with a Mickey team ever? Yeah, Lack I mean that's, fire, that's like desire, like it's that, scary, isn't that, it? That team between what was it, twenty sixteen, he came in and and twenty nineteen, yeah, or twenty twenty, obviously, um, before he left. That the one thing you could guarantee was that people were throwing their body on the line. They were giving everything for their cause. It may not have been the quality there at times. Um, particularly in that in that League One season, but um, they gave never everything. They, they, yeah, you know, the they, blood, sweat, and tears was always yeah. was always there. You couldn't question the desire. And already five games in, he's questioning whether they want it enough. And well, from the first five games, the answer to that question is no. Um, which is <laughs> which is very worrying, isn't it? We are woefully short and the issue here is right it's not as simple as if we sign a decent striker yeah. uh, on loan or you know someone who's out of contract whatever a striker doesn't change things here because it's not just the striker I feel is the issue it's just attacking the, the front you know four or five whatever, however you want to say where's the pace yeah. there's so many times and that's, that's, one, that's one thing that I, I brought up Last time, I think, was yeah. that we've got we've got no out and out pace. I know Blackett Taylor's gone to um, Charlton, Annie. Yeah, um, someone like that. I mean, not necessarily saying he would be the answer um, if we'd have kept him, but somebody like that who's just direct, fast, runs. Well, we it. had him and Woolery last year. Yeah, and it's that idea of getting in behind, isn't it? Stretching. Yeah, you, you look at it like yesterday, and <sighs> right. That, that stat you read out before. 70%. 73% of possession without hurting the opposition. And not a I mean, single shot on target. That's just passing sideways backwards, isn't it? 
part. There's, but this is the there's thing no quite imagine that final third. That's the that's the the, the issue. And it comes down and to although, although Mickey says sorry, Matt. Although Mickey says that we have been creating chances in the previous games, which, are, which are, well, I know we have. Um, I've not been to too many games, but um, I've obviously watched a lot of um, stuff on the iFollow and stuff. It, yesterday was it, it was lacking on it, and there was there was no cutting edge whatsoever. None. Um, and obviously, the start of no shots on target is a, is a damning one. But yeah, it, 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 you know, you stick a stick a you know a, um, a James Vaughan up there, and you know he wouldn't have had a kick. So stick <laughs> fucking said, Ronaldo up there, mate. Yeah. Like, the, 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 only thing, the only Nothing. thing that a good striker gives us is that bit of belief that somebody, I, I think at the minute, you know, Manny and um, Devitt, is it, no, what's his name, Nevitt? Elliot Nevitt. Nevitt, yeah. Um, and he's the other lad, um, Glassell, is they're, 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 they're trying hard, but there's no real... There's no real belief when they get the ball that there's, there's going to be something happening in front of goal. Um, so yeah, I would, the only thing would be is if you bring in somebody who you know was going to get fifteen, twenty goals. There's a bit of belief that if we get good de- good deliveries in there, that he's going to score. But we're not we're not putting good deliveries in there. So the. I mean, I, I asked a question on Twitter last night, like, how many players do we do we think we need? And, and there was some, there was some um, some large numbers coming out. But yeah, the, 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 those forward positions, we we are lacking, are we? We are lacking in so many sort of areas. It's pace. scary, Paul. To be honest, I mean, yeah. I look at the strikers we've got, and that is the glaringly obvious area where we are just. Desperately short of quality. You got Manny, who, God love him, he's not. He right for a team with aspirations of promotion from this division, he cannot be a starting striker. He his record in his career, and this involves serious like like non league games. Um, I'll just I'll quickly go through. I've got his, his wiki up here. So he played that loan at Hyde, uh, seven appearances, no goals. On loan at Fleetwood in League Two, six appearances, no goals. Chesterfield, uh, 29 appearances, one goal. Mansfield on loan, 10 appearances, one goal. Kidderminster, National League North, 33 appearances, six goals. Prolific. Boston on loan, seven appearances, one goal. Um, it's Salford, 99 appearances, 18 goals. So that's his most prolific spell. Then he's been at Chester, seven appearances, no goals. National League North. And then Oldham. Uh, two years ago on loan, four appearances, no goals. That's 26 goals and 202 appearances in all competitions. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, like, but, you know, <laughs> at best, he is an option off the bench or someone yeah. to play a Papa John's trophy game that, you know, we don't really care about. Never. Yeah. We all want him to work. It's a gamble. I think he's got something I do, but... You like can't be starting your games if you want to get promoted out of this division. You've seen, we have criticised Feeney's crossing and our delivery, right? Cogley and Merry, when he came on yesterday, they both put some real good, decent yeah, balls yeah. into that box yesterday. I think Cogley's been, yesterday, the, the only three players with any credit from yesterday is Joe Murphy, Cogley, and Merry when he came on. Why is Merry not in the team? 
Mm. Like I know he's he, he's you know, got suspended on the first day, but he has to be in that team. And for me, he has to be in midfield on on that display yesterday. He did more in twenty five minutes when he came yeah. on from left back. But it's that like you say, it's that you need that movement in front. You maybe you know, a better striker. You know, it's it's movements as well, isn't it, Paul? It's yeah. dragging defenders, getting into those positions, and not necessarily getting into the goal scoring positions themselves, but moving around, doing yeah. that movement, creating space for others. You know, Watson, you know, Northampton's leading scorer last year in League One. He's been, you know, he hasn't started well. He's not been in the team either. I think spearing yesterday, the amount of times, Paul, that, that we, one of the midfielders, like spearing mainly, where they would receive the ball and you go and turn, turn with the ball and like there's a chance to break here. Turn with the ball and like go, but like no, it's always an easy ball. It's always a simple ball and it ends up back with Clark or, you know, Knight Percival. It, it was always an easy, like say, side yeah. pass, side pass. And like say 72% possession counts for nothing. It's like mm-hmm. the old Arsenal. Like not the new Arsenal, thank God, not as bad as that. But it's that old Arsenal of pass, 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 pass. It's pointless. Yeah, what, just for the sake of keeping the ball. When you have, you know, you have 70 73% possession and have no shots on target in 90 minutes. Mm. It's just pathetic. And, you know, the recruitment's a whole new side of it. Like, I feel like Mickey's been, you know, not lied to, but he's been let down again. By He's obviously had promises that, you know, the recruitment's going to be better. We have now got two days. We've got until mm. 11 p.m. on Tuesday. And that there has to be, you know, and I presume there will be four or five faces in, players in. But, you know... We're now at this point where yeah. there's two days to go. It's like this is your Christmas shopping to Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. Not what's going to be left on the shelf, Paul. Mm. You know, on one hand, you can go like we might have the pick of the lone players from other your know, Premier League sides and Championship sides who like to keep their players with them for preseason, and then mm. they do release them for loan on the last day of the window. That's how that works now, isn't it? Because they like to keep them at the club for as long as possible. But judging on these, like Glatzel. He's flat. I, I've not seen much in him. I thought he looked decent early on, but then maybe it's one of them. Maybe once we get some better players around him, we'll see more from him. Maybe yeah, that's maybe because again, like th- them strikers, they're just maybe that could be the issue for all, you know. For all I know, Manny and Nevitt are like, and I, you know what? I want Nevitt to succeed so much. I want Manny to succeed. I'd love him to come here and you know be you know the new Jim Steele yeah, or the new Corey. Yeah, you know, it's not always about goals. You know, if you can be a, a foil like Malcolm was for Aldo, but he, and he did score his fair share too, Chris, obviously. But I just something's not right at the club at the minute. Is there's a, there's things happening where you just it's there's a lot of and you look on social media. You know, you got the cow sheds, you got Twitter, and it's toxic at the minute. It's a real toxic mm-hmm. atmosphere. I, I I spoke to a few people who went yesterday, Paul, and they said it was not a nice away end. And I could, could tell, couldn't you? It was going to be like yeah. vitriolic, and it's not. I'm dreading next week. I might not even be able to go. Actually, it's Hartlepool at home, and they're flying at the minute. They're they're, um, they're fifth with a game in hand, one three the first four. Yeah. Uh, if they win the game in hand, they could go top. So I think the game in hand might be in midweek. Actually, I'm not sure. But <laughs> on the other hand, Paul, we're two points off the playoffs. There's five. You know, we played five games. You know, get some yeah, players. It is early doors, though, but. It's not pretty. Talking about the going to the recruitment because a lot of the the, the Twitter um, back and forth was about recruitment. Um, recruitment, and I go back five six weeks. Mickey's interviews, shorter players were shorter players after the Rangers game. It was after the yeah uh, a week before the season, shorter players. 
I think we brought in one or two. Um, lost the keeper. I think he's the only one. And Ed Foley. Every week he's saying we're short of players. We're short of players and nothing has happened. Um, like you were saying, you know, we're going to be left with whatever's left. Um, whether the the powers that be are trying to you know, get the best deals possible by leaving it to the last minute. But Mickey says he's been short of players for the last six, seven, eight weeks. Um, and nothing's been done to strengthen the squad. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's five games in now. Um, we're leaving it late. Probably not going to get anyone who's had a decent run of games in pre-season, so it's going to take them, what, a month, maybe two months to get up to speed. We've lost Paul Harper there. Yeah, I'm still here. Small mercies. I'm trying to get him back. I don't know where he's gone. He's still appearing on my screen. Can you hear me? His audio appears to have disappeared. Here he comes. I don't know what the hell that noise was. PH, yeah. can you hear me? Yeah, I'm, I've been here all the time. I've been listening to you. Oh, um, you, you, went, you just went off. You, you went completely blank know. down on mine. Uh, sorry. Um, so you might have to repeat your point. Okay. Um, apologies yeah, if you... I mean, I've forgotten what I said now, but... Um, oh, yeah, yeah no, the last, the last the last six six to eight weeks, Mickey's been saying he's short of players. And... You know, we haven't brought anyone in. We haven't strengthened, really. Um, there's been one or two additions, but nothing has been done. Doing and whether they're, the yeah, whether they're waiting for the, the you know, the last knockings of deadline day to try and get, you know, best possible deals. But um, how many sides have you said on deadline day in August get, you know, really good value deals and, you know, good quality players? It's not... The players you get on deadline are ones that clubs want to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, or there's a reason why they haven't had a picked up a club yet. Yeah, do you know what I mean if that's the thing of like the real quality gets snapped up mm. in July. Yeah, so it it doesn't. It doesn't another thing, well. it doesn't, it doesn't that well. you know we should probably touch on because it's a talking point at the minute. Obviously, the the Riverhill didn't sell. It's you know. It, it's now going up for auction. They've dropped the price. It's on right move, I think, for 700 grand. But the whole club this summer seems a shambles, to be honest. I know it's little things. It's, you know, the small things, isn't it? Little things, that, you know, it, and it's very easy to criticise. And yes, yeah. we know that there has been and still is a pandemic going on and there's been staff shortages and stuff like that. But everything about it, like the whole season ticket printing thing, like just do you know what apparently that was I was one of them I, I, I bought my season ticket on the open day I thought I'll go I'll go down on the open day pay for it get it done got it done and they were like uh, yeah yours will be ready I think it was they said the Wednesday before the, the season started didn't they This so this was two it was two weeks before so they were like yeah the Wednesday um, so I said yeah okay so I remember I went down on the Wednesday and they were like oh no no they'll be here and at the time they said they'll be in here on Friday so I was like oh that's still the day before um, and I said, will the, oh, will the shop be staying open late on the Friday then? And he went, no. Went, oh, that's odd. So I, I was like, so we're going to have people, you know, people, most people work, so they can't come in on Friday. And then everyone's going to have to turn up on the Saturday of the, the, the match to get it. That's potentially dead. And then, of course, he didn't show up at all. And do you know what it was, by all accounts? And this is, well, I, this is what happened. That's the, I, I can tell you, this is 100% what happened. They outsourced the printing of the cards to a, another firm. And instead of doing printing the, the the second batch of season ticket cards in like you know batches of 50 or something 
they'd done all, I think it was 2,000 at once. And they all got something wrong on it. I don't know if it was the, the barcode scan or some piece of information. Presumably it was. And so every single one was useless. And then they'd done it again. And they did them all again. And something else went wrong. So they did two full print runs and something went wrong on every single one because they did them all at once. And so they were both useless. This is, it just, I remember a couple of years, but the first year we had the, the thingy card, I think it was, were we National League? I think we still did have, we had yeah. the card. And my barcode had rubbed off just from being in my pocket or my wallet, whatever it was. And I went in the shop and one of the lads literally just went and printed me, they had a machine in the back and just, but it's yeah. not hard. Print. You yeah, can literally get a, a printer yeah, that yeah. can print onto the can't you? Or three. It's not. So I just think overcomplicating things. Then there's the kit. You know, obviously the delays out of their hands. But there's little things like people who pre-ordered the kit, Paul. Like on the day it come out to be like posted, hadn't received theirs, and yet they were selling it to people in the shop. Yeah. And it's like, and you just it just seems like. I don't know. Everyone's gone to pot. Then there was stuff like, you know, the flooding in the cop on the first game back, you know, running out of food, the bunny bell being a shithole. You know, it's like, has anything been done? Like, you know, I underst- again, we understand that, you know, people are on furlough and stuff like that and the club's trying to save money. But it just seems like the, the club's gone to shit from top to bottom and the recruitment is just another thing on top of that. Then there's the, the, the back thing, which doesn't sit right with me at all. We've got three strikers on our books, Paul, Charlie Jolly, Elliot Nevitt, and Manny, and they're all back clients. And let's be honest, well, does Charlie Jolly even exist? I've, I refuse, I don't think he does. I've I never think, seen him, so he doesn't. No, I've never seen him in person, I don't think. He's come on for a couple of minutes, but that could easily just be, you know, a, a mirage or, you know, an illusion. Could have. Could have just been another person with a jolly on his back. Could Penn and Teller have done one of their, you know, who knows, he can do pranks like that and magic tricks. Never and Manny, God love him, you know, it doesn't look, you know, who knows, hopefully they prove us wrong, but again, and he obviously has a big say in our recruitment and we keep signing players represented by him. Is that a conflict of interests? I would say it is. Am I getting it wrong? Do I know the full situation? No, but from what we see, you can see why people are making that assumption that here is a guy who, and obviously it benefits him to have his clients playing for the club, doesn't it? And he says mm-hmm. he's a personal friend of Palios. It's just, but it's one of them, Paul, if we're top or we're in the top six at this point with, you know, 10 points from five games, no one's saying this, are they? Yeah. So we should be, you know, um, thinking about this, that the only reason we're all focusing on these things is because we've had a poor start on the pitch. If your team's doing well, you look past these things, they don't get flagged, do they? Or you yeah. go, oh, fucking hell, that pint was shit in the bunny bell, but we're fucking yeah. fine. So it just, the poor form, it, it just magnifies all the other problems, doesn't it? It makes yeah. you focus on them. And like, it's not, it's not like, it's not going to be a fun place next week, is it? It depends on, again, we could do some great business, Paul, tomorrow and on Tuesday. Who knows? But it's unlikely. Yeah, I'd be flabbergasted if. I, I, I'd I'd be surprised if we don't sign a number of players. But I, I, I'd be very surprised if there's any sort of quality there that you think, wow, you know, he's going to make a big difference. Do you know what I mean? A recognizable name that you know is going to 
guarantee you to those seven, eight out of ten performances, those you know twenty goals a season or whatever. I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest. Um, in terms of Steve Beck, I mean, I he's been involved with the club for six years now, to my knowledge. Um, he was definitely there when I was there, um, working in the background as a kind of advisor. Um, really. I don't know what his role entails, to be honest. He was around the club, you know, um, speaking to the manager, speaking to the chairman about players and and stuff. Um, I couldn't tell you what he does. Couldn't tell you if he's, you know, a massive influence or not. But obviously, you know, those those players that are represented by him that have that have joined, obviously. it helps, I guess, <laughs> if they're represented by him. Um, and he has a, a bit of influence at the club. But um, I, I couldn't tell you if he does or not, to be honest. Um, but he has been in the background for six years. So the fact that people are bringing it up now, I mean, I think he helped bring James Norwood to the club and people like that. So yeah, yeah. It's, swings and roundabouts in it, I suppose. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, the ticket and stuff just baffles me really because we've uh, we've had f- three or four different ticketing providers over the last four, three or four years, and all been worse some, than the last. Somebody isn't doing their own work about them because, yeah, as you say, this seems to be getting worse and worse. And you know, we've had uh, uh, we've had a number of tweets saying that you know it's a bit of a shambles. Um, you know, the season to get seats have been sold three times over to different people and this, that and the other. It's just not good enough, is it really? It's just... No, it isn't. It's something that should be very straightforward that is getting highly complicated somewhere down the line. And I don't understand why, but, um, yeah, it's... And, and, and when things are flying on the pitch... You know, we bush over these things. We laugh them off and say, "Oh, it's it's tram. It's always been a shambles behind the scenes, whatever." But when the team's doing poorly, as it is, these things are <laughs> magnified, aren't they? And you know, the match day experience. You know, nobody wants to go down the concourse in the wellies um, on the opening day of the season when it's bloody bright sunshine outside. Uh, <laughs> there's two foot water in the in the concourse. Um, and obviously the bars are still understaffed and all the rest of it and there's massive queues and you can't get a drink and the food runs out and you know <laughs> these are things that have been happening at Tranmere ever since I've been going so it's nothing new but obviously because you know everything else is is not going great everybody's talking about all this stuff as well so it yeah just it, it just the makes the ma- it makes the match day experience that much poorer and you know when I was there Palios, um, the, the Mr. and Mr. Palios, Mr. and Mrs. Palios, um, I should say, <laughs> um, that they were big on trying to make the match day experience the best it could possibly be. So I'm not sure why, you know, there's there's so many things that have, seem to have been sort of gone by the wayside. If you know what I mean, it stinks of just taking you out of the ball, and it's that. Um, I'm trying to, well, what's the word for it? Where you just let something just you know go through rack and ruin, mm. like we did under Johnson. Do you know, I've just like 
what like what the thing for me matt it's just to go off on a, a slight tangent is and and there is a lot of good things that are being done with this but um you know fans over the um the nineteen twenty no, season tickets and stuff oh, yeah. as well. We missed five, six games. They asked fans to keep the money in, don't get a refund, whatever. And I'm sure ninety five percent of us did that. Um you know, they sold season tickets for last season, they wanted to to keep all the money for that. Uh, that's fine, and then we get crowdfunders every single week. There's some the crowdfunding for this, the crowdfunding for that, and I know a lot of it is you know through the trust and they're raising money for you know SWA two tickets or the I think the, there's a campaign at the minute to to uh, to provide underprivileged kids with um, kit yeah uh, boots and all great balls. initiatives yeah it's all great but it's the fans are putting the hands in the the hard earned in the pocket every single time. Um, and we don't seem to be getting anything back for it, do you know what I mean? And it's, and I'm not having a go at, you know, the the, the, the crowdfunded things, it's, and it, it is for good causes, but we do seem to be relying so much on fans and it's the same people and it will be the same people, I know it will be. Same people sticking around in the pocket every time. Um you know, the big donations that came in to, for the fan park and stuff, yeah. which which looks brilliant, but by the way, and, and credit to everyone behind it, but it'd be the same, you know, I think there was a thousand donors. There'd be the same 20 or 30 people sticking their hand in the pocket and putting big money in, big money. Um, and it seems to be the fans just, the, the fans are being asked time and time again to go to the well. And we don't seem to be getting anything back. And, you know, the lack of players that Mickey's been crying out for for six to eight weeks. And we're still being asked to give more and more and more. Um, does, it doesn't sit right with me. And I'm not saying that, you know, the, the, the trust and the supporters club shouldn't be, you know, crowdfunded for all these great initiatives and stuff. But when are the club going to gonna put something into this? doesn't seem to be... The, the, the club is, um, we were told the club is doing so well, come out of the pandemic really well, but yet we're still begging supporters to give money for this, that and the other. It doesn't, something doesn't sit right with me really. Um, There's a lot uh, doesn't sit right with me about the club at the minute and that's almost nothing even to do with performances on the pitch. That's the yeah. tip of the iceberg, isn't it? Yeah. So again, if we were fucking flying Paul, we wouldn't be having this discussion. No, exactly. We'd just we'd be, be laughing about it. About you know, we'd be laughing about. I'll take me bloody canoe. Six to the points off the yeah. <laughs> six points to the top of the table. Who cares about anything else? But yeah, just some of those things just don't sit don't sit right with me. Some and I, I don't know what's going on. I'm not privy to information, or um, I don't know what's going on and stuff. And I, I, I'm not going to pry. I do know, you know. Obviously, I still have no people that that were there, but I'm not going to I'm not going to pry and try and find out what's going on. But from from the outside looking in, there's, there does seem to be one or two one or two issues that uh, they need sorting out quickly. Um, and yeah, you know, supporters aren't happy at the minute. So um, there's only <laughs> there's only so much we can take. And obviously, 18 months without being able to to go the game now, we're able to go. We want to see we want to see something good on the pitch and 
yeah, these community initiatives are, are fantastic and, and all credit to everyone behind behind doing these. But, you know, we want, you know, it's a football club. We want a bit of good football as well. So, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully something good will happen over the next couple of days, but I, I won't be putting me out on it. Don't hold your breath. I, I've always said, Paul, you can't, no matter what walk of life you're in, you can't accept all the plaudits and take all the credit and all the praise when things are going well. If you're not prepared to stick your neck out when things aren't going so well and take the blame and, you know, stand up. And it's there's not been much communication as of this summer to the fans from the club about things. They've even, they've even been times, I feel I feel so bad for you, like Robert Nee, the guy, you know, the media communications guy at the club, because, like, he gets it and it's like, listen, he's got nothing to do with any decisions at any level. Okay, he's working so hard, and the work you pull, you know full well because you've done the same job. But yeah, yeah. The, the stuff that they're putting That's out the now, like obviously. the level of, of you know, output media wise, and I think even that's been like, well, again, I don't want to, you know, but I know for a fact that they're deliberately not putting out as much of like the fun stuff that they can do right now because they know if they put out like a funny video with one of the players, mm. or you know, even like you know, like a joke. Just a funny tweet or something, it's not going to go down well. People are going to jump yeah. on it and go, fucking sign a striker, gobshite, yeah. fix the bunny bell. <laughs> and so it has a knock on effect. And, yeah. you know, it's not fair. Like, do not take it out on these people, on the club admin and stuff like that. Let's keep backing the boys. So, you know, next Saturday, Hartlepool at home. I know it's easier said than done for all of us to be like, if we don't start the game badly, you know, well. And go behind. Let's knock it on the back. Like that's what we used to do, and that's what led to us, you know, the decline of the club and us nearly dying pretty much as a football club. Let's back them. You know, I mean, again, Paul, things could look a lot more rosy in a week's time. We could sign four or five. We could get a couple of really good youngsters in. We could get a couple of you know seasoned pros in. You know, Otis Carr might resign. Who knows what he's doing? <laughs> Maybe he's just going to retire. You know, and then we could win next Saturday, and suddenly you know we're tenth. And things are looking up, and we put in a good performance, and we we score four goals. A lot can happen, can't it, in a week in football? And yeah. we just need to try and stay. I know it's easy, after this, we've just been relentlessly negative for nearly forty minutes. <laughs> we do try and need to be positive. I think we needed. It's one of them. I think we've needed to get this off our chest, haven't we? This, you know, negativity, yeah. and it's just like I say, we've literally got worse and worse in every game we've played this season in the league, certainly. I thought we. I thought the opening game was a really decent performance and a decent game, and we've regressed in every game since. Mm. And fucking one goal in five games. Like I don't care what league you're in and what you're doing. Like it's not good enough. And yeah, we've only conceded two. But fucking hell, we've got we we've got to be better. Nineteenth in League Two. We've got to be better than this. We have. I, I think we will. Do you know what, Paul? I'm going to make a bold statement now. Um, and I don't know what, what, why I feel like this, but I just feel it's the Mickey Mellon fact, and I trust him so implicitly. Mm. Uh, I think we will get promoted this season. I do. I don't know why. I just think we will. I just think, you know, if Mickey can get the right like, people in, you know, as long as he's backed like he was promised he was going to be, I think, yeah, I think we will. So there's your prediction. It's only Jake doing the predictions, isn't it? <laughs> the bold statements. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I I agree with I agree with what you're saying there. Uh, Mickey's got my full backing. Um, 
I knew I'd be working as hard as harder than everyone to try and get things right on the pitch. He's, there's, there's only so much he can do with the players he's got available. I think I think there are limitations there, and you know we've highlighted Elliot Nevitt, and I think it's really unfair to be sort of relying on him as our sort of main striker because you know he's come from you know, what did Jake put in our group chat? He was playing in <laughs> Beachwood playing against um, Beachwood Social uh, uh, eighteen months ago. ago. Yeah, um, you know he's come from Northwest Counties, done done very well, and he's obviously he scores goals, um, and he has done it. You know all the levels he's, he's been playing at, but he's been playing at a very low level. He hasn't had he's, to, had one, he's had this. one actual chance for us, Paul, and he scored at Oldham. Yeah, yeah, he's had uh, one actual chance. That's it. And and I think he's definitely got potential. Um, and I'm I'm not saying he's he's not going to be a you know a decent signing for us. I think he'll he'll do fairly well. But you can't have him as your main your main striker. Um, I think even if you asked him, Paul, do, do you want to be our main? He'd probably say no. Like I don't want to be. You know, your linchpin, your number nine now, because like he's not he is not ready. Yeah. And I think even if you ask like you know Manny. I'm sure, I guarantee you neither of those players, when we signed them, were told, you are going to be my starting number nine or number 10. Yeah. Neither of them will have been. And that's the one now. We need, you know, I've, again, I don't know. The rumour mill is saying, Paul, there's two strikers going to be coming in. One on, like, um, an experienced one and a, another, like, a young, a young one. So we'll see. I've got no idea on who. And there's other, you know, we need, apparently O'Connor's due back on loan from Celtic. I didn't mind O'Connor. And, he, you know, he can cover several positions. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Duffy, the Duffy situation is just bizarre. Mm. I do not, like, what, why was he, why did he play in pre-season? Why did he take all our set pieces? In yeah, he was taking all the set pieces. And honestly, fucking, whatever it is, sign him now so we can take some fucking corners. <laughs> if I see, I was thinking, do you know, um, have you ever seen the film Hellraiser, Paul? Are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with it, yeah. Yeah, where there's that box, isn't it? And you open it, and it opens the gates of hell, and the Cenobites come out and you know, try and take you to hell and torture you for all eternity and pain. I'm thinking I'm going to do a remake of, of Hellraiser. I think they have, actually. So maybe I'll ask if I can do like a Snyder <laughs> cut. I can do a Hibbert cut of, of Hellraiser, where yeah. I drag you to hell. Thanks. Uh, all the Tramie fans, you're, um, we all, yeah, I'm, the, I'm the perfect one to, you, you're, to be oh, dragged into that situation. First, you're the first one into first hell. Choice, yeah. You ain't getting into heaven, no chance. Not a chance <laughs> in hell. And then um, you're just forced to watch Liam Feeney take a corner for all of eternity. <laughs> and it just, Brilliant. it's headed clear by that first man. And then he heads it straight back out for a corner. And he takes another one. And he heads it out for a corner. <laughs> and that is it forever Paul. Leap. Nice. and you're sat there just going fucking beat the first man <laughs> but then I say that that sounds like it but that's the reality we're living that now aren't we yeah, every single much. time we get a corner mm. but every time he, like because oh, honestly like I don't want this to turn into like we hate Liam Phoenix I don't I, I like him yeah. like, straight to me so much and I think it's just he sort of sums up how we find the team at the minute and just like, we yeah. know he's so much better than this. Yeah. And we, we've seen you can be so much better than this. It's like, what is it that's wrong? Oh, dear me. <laughs> fun and games, fun and games. 
Enjoyed hell. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Sounds, sounds amazing. It's a brown green yeah. bowls pitched down there. So. <laughs> That's all right. Um, right. Um, let's have a little look at the uh, the tweets because we got sent quite a oh, few. Uh, I imagine so, they're relentlessly positive. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, let's start off with a positive one, shall we? Keep the faith, Prince. Well, we're followed, by the way, on, on yeah, Twitter. Uh, he says, on the pitch, I don't think we're that far off. Uh, decent spine, fairly solid. Need some genuine attacking quality and desperately need some pace, as we've mentioned. He says, off the field, the ticket is farcical. Um, anyone faced with that as their first experience of Prenton Park is unlikely to return. Um a Scumfort fan um, <laughs> kindly tweeted, maybe you are the worst team in the division. Um, thanks for that. Um, Cheers for that, mate. What's his <laughs> name? Uh, where are we? Rob Walsh. Right, make a note of that. Uh, Carl Murray says, if we carry on like this, we're going to get relegated. Can you imagine? Cambo says, shite. <laughs> um, in capital letters. Um, MD... TRFC says getting beat to come forth we are the worst team in the division is unacceptable notice a lot of players look tired in the first 15 minutes desperately need at least five new players preferably more um, and, that, and that's the issue everybody's been saying we need at least five that's half a team yeah it's a lot in it <laughs> and of those five you need five good quality starting Players, where's some, someone that has made this point, right, Paul? Where is all our like youth players? You know, like uh, 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 any of them. Yeah, I, someone I, mentioned they could Jake all be, Burton. I've not seen. No, he hasn't made squads, any, has he? Like, has anyone? No one's coming through. Like, and that's a concern. Because what's the point then of, of these lads? I mean, like, we only have a, a youth team, don't we? We have a sixteen yeah, to eighteen. There's no academy. Yeah, beneath that, so. I don't know. I don't know is the answer. Um, no, I don't know enough about the youth teams to know. If anyone does, tweet us. If anyone who's up, up to date with the youth set up. Alan Morgan is still involved with the youth team. Um, obviously, he was helping Parky, but I think he is now a bit more heavily involved. Since Parky's um, been promoted. Yeah, so that's... Uh, so it's, it is in good hands. Alan is a very good coach. Um, Rob Kelly says we need a minimum of four players. Uh, with at least three of those having some pace, uh, need to stretch defences and have defenders turning and running with their backs to uh, backs to goal. Um, Zach Hayes says yesterday's performance was genuinely alarmingly bad. <laughs> what? Scum uh, forward was terrible, but we were much worse. Um, just hope that this serves as a wake up call to the chairman. The reinforcements are badly needed. Callum Dyer says it's uh, seven to eight players that we need. Need competition in every position. Need sorting soon before things get toxic. That's another thing that we've uh, that we've mentioned. Um, Racky Balboa, <laughs> nice uh, nice little play on words. Um, Ticket in shambles. Took forever to renew two season tickets. Uh, bought one outright to save time. Got one on monthly. I've checked my account and no further payments have been taken. Um, so maybe you've got a uh, <laughs> maybe you've got a free season ticket there. Well, again, Paul, I touch on that. Like I, I didn't on 
the whole like shambles it's been. I, I ordered my season ticket in person, bought it in person in the club shop on, on the day of the, the open day. So I got like a physical receipt. I received no email at all from the club. Not one saying you know, confirmation, no e-ticket, no nothing. And like, I had to reach out to the SLO on Twitter and God love them. Like they're doing God's work at the minute, aren't they? Yeah. They're like just covering for the clubs, you know, what's going on. And I asked them and they said, uh, I've asked the club, they, to, they asked the club three times to email me um, my season ticket. Eventually I got it, then you take it on Friday afternoon. And I said, uh, is that okay? And they said, no, you, it's, you have to print it. He said, well, why do I have to print it? It's an e-ticket. Like, what's the point? And they went, no, it has to be printed. I said, why? It's not an e-ticket then, is it? I'm like, what a waste of paper. And as well, when you print your ticket off, it's like, why does it need to be an A4 piece of paper? Like, it prints a whole A4 sheet with all this information from where, where the ground is and stuff. All I need is that top bit. Just a waste of paper. I'm trying to save the planet here, Paul. Yeah. Ridiculous. It just, yeah. again, just every little thing's been winding me up. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's the same. I mean, nothing is working as it should be. We tried to get, oh, again, what was the game? Um, we had to get tickets for. We went to the, uh, was it a pre-season one? All we want was, like, four tickets for a game. And, like, it took so long for them to print these tickets off. Mm. And, like, there was a huge queue in the club shop. And it was a Sunderland game. And I just thought, this is going to be chaos come the start of the season. And it has been. And it's all entirely preventable, but there's just no one. It's like the right hand isn't talking to the left hand. Do you mm. know what I mean? Uh, the fucking two fingers on the left hand aren't talking to each other. They're next to each other. Just the whole club at the minute is just like yeah. crazy. Not on, something's not right, is there? Well, Steve seventy nine on Twitter says um, uh, the kits. My son has had his goalie kit taken back three times as the badges keep falling off. They said they're aware of the issue but continue to sell them, knowing that the quality is shite. The iron-on, this is the issue. Like, I know it's about saving money and stuff like that. Do you know what? The... <sighs> well, it's not about saving money, is it? Because they, they brought the new badge back as a sign of, you know, prosperity back to the club. And then they seem to be doing things on the cheap. And this well, it's, mills I always, well, I always go back to... The those shirts we had, like the, the classic nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety nineteen ninety one, you know, the, the retro ones that the trust did. So you got the claret and blue, the white, the yellow, and the the blue one we did. Right, I've got all them originals. The quality of them shirts, they're thirty. Are they? Yeah, they're like thirty years old now. Two years old. Right. The badge is stitched, fully stitched on. Yeah. The ENS logo made the shirt is stitched on, and the will sponsor. Is um, screen printed part of the actual fabric? No iron on stuff. Even I've, one of them is Leyland Daft Cup final shirt, and even the Leyland Daft Cup final 1991 yeah, things on the arms are screen printed onto the fabric. And there's nothing iron on. Anything iron on is gonna come off. Like it just is, unless it's you know like names and numbers on the back, which is like a heavy print. All these, I, like I just hate them. Like and it's been like that now for like I know it's just the way it is, isn't it, with football now? But it's just cheap. I went in and looked, and like the shirts look nice and that. But I just looked at that badge on there, and I was like, it's an iron on, and it's a cheap iron on. It's gonna come off. 
And if you've done, if they've been made on the cheap, then they're going to come off as well. Sponsors going to come off. All them, them, them Carberini shirts we had. I remember the yellow. Remember the bright yellow one. Yeah, yeah it was the year we went down, and the, the, no, no, the first year in the conference, I think we had yeah. it, didn't we? Yeah. And um, I must have worn it three times. Sponsor came off. Home bargains, and then the Carberini logo started coming off. And I think in the end they tram me about. And so in the end it was just a, a luminous year. It was like I wasn't leading the Tour de France. Joke. <laughs> but, just, um, just sums it up again at the minute. It's Evans on the cheap, on mm-hmm. the cheap, like cheap. Oh, d- d- but then as you say, it's on the cheap, mate. It's shit, and it's going to be. They're aware of the issue. Do you mean you're aware of the issue? Fucking hell! Oh, Paul. Well, it's football club. Tram in, Matt. Um, it's trying to it's summed it up. You, you've been speaking for the last two, three minutes there. Uh, Tram in, Matt just says gash. Um, okay. <laughs> he just yeah. He, he said in one word, but I've been trying to say there for fifty minutes. <laughs> Along with um, Cambo, just a shite. Yes. Um, That's it. Luke Roberts says uh, I'm all for long term security of the club um, that was peddled this week, but we need to still compete and simply don't have a competitive squad. Cutting corners off the pitch with kits, etc., is fine if we've prioritised elsewhere. Uh, he says, currently it's all a shit show. I hate this idea, Paul, of we should be lucky to have a football club. Mm. I hate this. Or oh, we should be lucky to have a football club. It, it's like going, you know, oh, you, you should be lucky, you know, you're lucky to be alive. Yeah, we are. But, like, you can't live your life every day just going, I'm happy to just exist. Just, yeah. That's no, what sort of life is that? You've got to you know, aspire to better than just being alive and just being a football club. Like, what is the point? And I'm not saying, you know, go and s- splash money we haven't got and end up like Berry or Macclesfield. I'm not saying that. But, like, just being told every time that you someone dares criticise something, being mm-hmm. told, well, you know, be look, be careful what you wish for. Right, you sure, yeah. End up like Berry or Macclesfield. No, they were complete basket cases. And, it, what you know, the Football League is responsible for, you know, the EFL. It's, if they'd have done their fucking job, then, you know, these clubs would still be with us. And it's just, you know, you notice about Paul, I've got through this podcast without much swearing, and then the last yeah. 10 minutes, this things, I've got more and more angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, swear, the swear count has gone up. Yeah. Um, Stephen Atkinson, um, we mentioned the stat about 73% possession yesterday. Um, he says a very st- telling stat is uh, we had 37 crosses yesterday. Oh, Jesus. Um, of which six of them were deemed accurate by whoever was curating the, uh, the stats. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, I mean that, that sounds quite good, to be fair. Six. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Is there any other ones that aren't just... Um, if you had 37 shots put out of a gun to a target and six hit, that is not a good ratio, is it? Not really, no. Um, Xco's great, um, Echoes Gaming, is it? Something like that, anyway. Yeah. Um, says, I'd ship out Manny and Feeney now. Does Feeney have a bonus in his contract to hit the first defender at set pieces? Uh, we keep the ball, but we have zero idea what to do with it. It needs more than just a striker. To which Gazzy Hay has replied, and here was me thinking it was just the iFollow camera angle last year. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I think um, that, that in his contract, didn't he? Yeah. 
the West Yorkshire SWA, otherwise known as the uh, the Jake Keir fan club, who yeah. will no doubt be really disappointed that he's not on again. Uh, says this squad is rubbish. We're a squad we've had in five years. Owner needs to quickly sign some players or tell us we're skin. Feel sorry for Mickey. Uh, right, <laughs> Colin Partington has dug deep and says last 25 matches in all competitions with won six, drawn 11, lost eight, scored 17 goals, which has been spread across 13 matches. 12 of them have ended Tramier nil. So that's a nice cheery stat for you. Uh, you can you can check that all back to James Vaughan getting injured, can't you? Yeah, probably. Uh, Jesus. Uh, right, uh, David Kay says history repeating itself for Ponticelli and Payne. Read Manny and Glatzel. We've learned nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not. It's not looking good, is it? No. Not good at all, uh, and you know there, there are lots more, lots more, lots more tweets, but um, they're all on a similar vein. So apologies if I didn't get round to yours um, in particular, but yeah, it's um, not wholly positive, Matt, as you can uh, as you can well imagine. Just it's one of them. Like, I can even be bothered anymore. I feel like that now. It's like we had a great summer. You know, the Euro was just fantastic. You know, fans back in the ground, things getting back to normal. Like if the world feels normal again. Probably I went out of the night out on Friday with Nick Roberts. You know, helped him, helped him be sick outside the Bombard Church at three a.m. before getting a taxi. Home. You know, back in work, full clubs, people loving it. You know, Tasha's at Creamfields this weekend, having a great time. You know, the weather's been great this bank holiday. You know, it's just great to see. The only thing, well, do you say the only thing missing is, is Trammy playing well, but Trammy being terrible sort of means the world is right again. Yeah, exactly. We had that like three years of being half decent and uh, mm. yeah. now we're back to normal. Yeah, fucking great, isn't it? Good to be back. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Right, we're going to, are we wrapping things up? That normally means we go on for another 20 minutes, but really, no. No. Let's not. Wrap things up. Uh, big thank you to the... Um, big thank you to the Tramway Ravers Official Sports Club, again, sponsoring us for another year. Um, the invoice is uh, in the post. Uh, <laughs> we'll get around to sending it. Um, big, yeah, big so money, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you to them. Uh, ongoing support. Um yeah, it's um, it's been difficult over the last few weeks, but um, hopefully some goals and some uh, positive performances are just around the corner. So keep supporting the lads and uh, and Mickey, and hopefully we, you know we get some good business done over the next couple of days. As I say, I'm not overly optimistic, but you never know. That's the difference, Paul. From this last year when we were stuck in this similar like rut, uh, it was Keith Hill was here, right? Difference there now is Mickey's here, and he will not stand for this, as you know. If standards mm. drop, he will not stand for it, and he will bomb players out if yeah. they're not pulling their well, weight. As, like, I, like I said, I've never seen him be as hypercritical as he was yesterday. Yeah, and it takes a lot, because normally he, he takes the blame, doesn't he? Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, he did you know, accept his share of the responsibility, but, you know... He didn't. Uh, he didn't call anyone out individually, but as a collective, he he threw him under the bus. 
Uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, And there are sort of, you know, certain traits that you want, you need from a, from a Tranmere team and you need to work hard. You need to show that determination, desire. And if that was lacking, then that's simply not good enough. Um, and I'm sure he'll be he'll be working hard to ship people out and and get people in who he thinks are going to do the do the job for him. So I'm backing him 100, percent and uh, you know hopefully we can uh, we can get some good business done over the next few days. Amen to that. Um, and have a good result on the uh, on Saturday afternoon, which is very much much needed. So much. It needed. will be. Hopefully, there's a few some new faces there, maybe some familiar faces. Um, and yeah, let's go and let's go and beat Artypool, get some you know fresh blood, some pace, some strikers, and hopefully we'll start here this time next week, Paul, in a much healthier position, and um, and a much cheerier one. Yeah, yeah, big time. Big time, and hopefully you've got a, a victory under your belt on the old crown green. <laughs> you never know. Strange things have happened. I don't know about that. So, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, we have listened to all your feedback and stuff that we asked for at the end of the last one. Uh, we are still going to try and do weekly ones, but obviously obviously Matt is busy weekends. Uh, we've all got stuff going on. <laughs> I think Sunday. I think Sunday is a good Sun, time. To Sunday do it, and it? Sunday night. It probably isn't going to be. Yeah, because then it's straight after the game. But yeah, people can go out on a Monday, can't it? Morning. Yeah, uh, it's just a bit of a roundup of obviously the game that's or the games that have just been. Um, Why don't we do a slightly? We could do a comedy one, Paul. Like a sideways look at the week's events. Yeah. Like, a, have I have I got news for you? Style. Yeah. Oh, show. Yeah. Well, if we can we can add a bit of humour, it might uh, it might help things, especially the way things are going. But well, I'm, some people have called me a professional comedian, Paul. So <laughs> you know, I'll turn my hat to that. So yeah, so uh, we will try and do weekly ones, but there will be occasion where the three of us, or the two of us, let's be honest, <laughs> um, just just can't um, don't have the I've time got, to do it. I've got another word for Jake Keogh. Subhuman scum. <laughs> that's that's three words. Well, hyphenate them. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much for all the feedback, all the tweets and stuff. Uh, we do re- really appreciate it. We read them all. Um, so thank you. If you want to leave us an iTunes review or Apple Podcasts as it is now, yeah, we need uh, some more five, five star rating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a five star rating that'd be much uh, appreciated too. Uh, you can also find us on Spotify and SoundCloud, um, and you can follow us on both of those platforms as well. As um, subscribing on Apple, so uh, yeah, thank you very much. We'll uh, we'll we'll try and bring some cheerier news next week. But uh, yeah, appreciate you listening and sticking with us for another hour. Yeah, stick uh, with us. Said we were gonna <laughs> we're gonna do forty five. We'll never let you down. Yeah, we'll always. We, I guarantee you, mate. Like one thing I'll never do is do the first man with the corner. No. Can I just point out? I'll see quickly before we go. Um, I need. I didn't. Like, I need people to know about this, just for argument's sake. Um, I got a call late, a couple of weeks ago, on, last Wednesday, in fact, from Brad from Looks at Rebor. They were one short for forty at the Oval, and they, so I went and played. Less than a minute in, okay, this is a new game, new bunch of people. <laughs> he hit this half volley point blank from about a yard away from me. It hit me in the jaw so hard. 
right? I'm still literally nursing. Like anyone who's ever took like a blow, a, a punch or like, a blow to the jaw, and you know when you like crack your jaw, and like I could feel it like clicking for days after, and it was so punch. sore, it, like I'd just been punched in the face. So big thanks to him for that, for nearly like knocking me clean out a minute into a first like, game. Honestly, <laughs> just a friendly kick about. Just a friendly kick about. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. Um, I have no words. Yeah, well, finally. Silent, Paul Harper's been silenced. PH. Yes. Paul Big Mouth pissed up Harper, finally. Right then, Paul, I'll see you uh week's time. Hopefully three points against Hartlepool. Yeah, fingers crossed. Amen to that. What the fucking tram here. See you, me.